You're listening to the Quality of Love Podcast, your home for all things love, relationship, and mental health. Hosted by nationally certified life and relationship coach, Tyrone Dixon. Sit back, relax, and get tips on creating the life you deserve without wasting any more time. Welcome to the Quality of Love Podcast. I'm your host, Tyrone Dixon, nationally certified life and relationship coach, husband, father to two beautiful princesses, and CEO and founder of Rose Through Concrete Consulting. Thank you all for taking the time to listen in with us tonight. We really appreciate it. And as the title states, everyone, uh, I am extremely, extremely thankful to announce that I was um, selected as one of the CNY Business Journals or Central New York Business Journal, which is a, 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 a publication in our area, in my local area. I was selected as a 40 under 40 award winner. Um, will be honored myself as well as fellow 40, the other 40 under 40 award winners will be honored on November 10th. Um, and I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone that, that has supported me throughout not only the podcast process, but throughout my life journey to get to this point. If you don't know me, I'm relatively laid back when it comes to um, experiences, recognition, gratification. But this award here, ladies and gentlemen, it means the world to me, right? It means the world to me for several reasons. One of those reasons is now that I'm, I'm able to share with my daughters and share with my wife that I we won a 40 under 40 award winner, right? I don't we have a 40 under 40 award winner. I don't know anyone from my family um, or anyone that's that's relatively close to me that's won a 40 under 40 award. So it raises the bar and it raises a standard for what what we can do and what we can accomplish in my family. So I'm so so thankful for that. It's 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 amazing. It's I'm still on a high if you can't tell. Um. It's, it's just been amazing, amazing journey. And I just wanted to share a few other things with everyone this evening. And um, one of those things is uh, it took me a long time to come to terms to this. But throughout this entire journey up until this point, um, I've I've struggled with being able to be consistent. I've struggled with being able to to maintain a positive mindset. Um, and every day I have to work and focus on my emotional intelligence and making sure that I'm being emotionally intelligent uh, because a, a good portion of my life, as I shared from the beginning on this podcast, I wasn't so positive and I spent a majority of my life uh, up until the past, I'd say six to 10 years. I spent the majority of my life as a negative person with negative thoughts um, and my worldview just wasn't one that would be of a productive citizen and someone that will ultimately be successful and to get to this point um about six years ago or so i started the process of shifting my mindset my worldview it really started with the buffalo storm right there was a big storm in buffalo that happened and during that time period i was uh unable to go home for about a two week time frame so i was sleeping on my friend's couch for about two weeks and it caused me to come back to Syracuse and, and where eventually, obviously, I made a, a name for myself a little bit. But 
to go back to the beginning of things, I really was disappointed in the fact that I came back to Syracuse or that I had to come back to Syracuse or I felt like I had to come back to Syracuse. Ultimately, it turned out to be a blessing, but I really was disappointed in the fact that I had to come back because I knew that there were very limited opportunities for someone who um, had the ambition that I had. And also, I didn't want to uh, feel like I had to come back and be dependent upon anyone or dependent upon family members or friends until I kind of got myself together. Thankfully, I was able to get a job at a, a residential center when I got back or as soon as I got back. Pretty much I started the I moved back on a Friday and that Monday I started working, thankfully. So um, there was no loss of income. But what I learned throughout the few years that I had working with these youth um, it, it propelled me to become a life coach and it propelled me to, to go into life coaching because I found that most of the youth that we supported, we they came into our residential program. We were able to create um, structure within their lives, give them routine, give them processes, help them through schoolwork, things that their guardians couldn't do for them at the time. And as I always say this, I found that the kids were amazing, right? I have I met still to this day some of the most amazing kids through um, working at this residential center. And ultimately what would happen is we would get the kids in, get them structured, get them routine, and then they would go back home within six months to a year during that time. And uh, when they would go back home, it was almost inevitable that they would get in trouble again and somehow end up back in some sort of residential or unfortunately there were kids that went to higher level of care because the crimes that they committed became more severe and they became older um as they as they aged obviously they got what the charges became more severe and that going through that experience living through vicarious trauma that experience from working with those kids it made me want to do more in my life it made me want to do more to ensure that kids wouldn't end up in that position as long as I had control. And that got me into life coaching. I did my life coaching thing uh, and I found number one, that it doesn't kid working with kids don't pay a lot. It's very, very difficult to get um, payment for working with kids or youth. Uh, but I was able to get a few early, I would say low hanging fruit opportunities that allowed me to get confidence in my ability to be a successful coach in group coaching as well as individual coaching. And then ultimately allowed me to, to, to know that I could be a successful businessman in the long run. So once I got into that type of space and that type of headspace, I started to work with adults and realized that nine times out of 10, I kid you not, the life coaching or the coaching relationship that I had with the person, it it revolved around some type of relationship element. So if they were struggling in relationships in some way, shape or form. So I started to look into that aspect and, and added the relationship coaching to my repertoire. Became a relationship coach and uh, it's it's been beautiful from there because it led me to the you all know my mantra. The quality of love and relationships that you have in your life really does determine the quality of your life. I live that mantra. I don't only say it here on the podcast. And those early relationship coaching sessions really, really kind of nailed that into my head and it made it stick. And it's something that when I share with people, they 
they're able to draw a direct correlation between their relationships and their quality of life. So I think I, I discovered a lot during that time period. But, man, I say all of that to say that all of these experiences, it's been it's not been an easy journey. It's been very difficult um, to get to this point. But it's extremely gratifying because now um, I've won an award that I feel is very prestigious and I can share with my family. So um, thank you again to each and everyone that that's listened to me, that's given me feedback, that's encouraged me to keep going, uh, whether it, it's, it's been on social media and in person. I really appreciate each and every one of you. And if you're listening now, just know from the bottom of my heart, I appreciate you. And this 40 under 40 award is not just my award. It's our award. It's our proof and our uh, opportunity to show people, man, that you can you can shift your world. You can change. People can change. I've done it. I believe in people. I believe that you can do it as well. That's all I have for you all tonight. I didn't want to get on here and, and get too emotional. Uh, if you can't hear my voice, man, it's this is an extreme honor, everyone. And I'm usually chill. I'm usually reserved. I'm usually whatever when it comes to things like this. But this award is a huge deal to me, to my family, to the people that have believed in me and to you the listener of the quality of love podcast, because without being able to function in this space, I wouldn't have developed the confidence to be able to function in other spaces comfortably and in control. So thank you to the audience. With that being said, don't forget the ingredients to a lasting relationship. Those five ingredients. Number one is trust. Number two is communication. Remember, communication as in dialogue, that's back and forth communication, not you controlling the conversation. Number three is knowing your partner's love and apology languages, not only knowing how to love on them, but knowing how to apologize to them in a way that's meaningful. Number four is the ability to shift with the dynamics. There are always ever changing dynamics within our environment, external things that have an impact on our relationship. All relationships that last have the ability to shift through these dynamics. And last but not least, number five, unconditional acceptance, accepting your partner for who they are, but understanding that they're working to be the best person that they possibly can be. Don't forget to hit us up with those questions about narcissism in your relationship or your typical relationship questions. And remember, the quality of love and relationships that you have in your life will determine the quality of your life. Peace and love.